Welcome to the Casual Fridays REI podcast, where you'll learn about the wildly profitable niche of land investing. Active land investors Adam Southey and Justin Sleva are here to share their experiences with you so that you can learn how to build massive cash flow and huge profits from this highly lucrative niche. So without further ado, here are your hosts, Adam Southey and Justin Sleva. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm Adam Southey here with my co-host, Justin Sleva, and this is the Couch Fridays REI podcast. Today, we're talking about how one lead source has died, and so you've lost all your leads and what to do next. Before we do that, though, let's talk about Priced.com. Priced is a powerful online web application that simplifies the acquisition process for real estate direct mail marketing campaigns. Price provides research tools and enables you to identify locations to mail, price your data, analyze over 1 million comps, pull owner records, and scrub your data to produce a ready-to-mail campaign list. Head on over to priced.com forward slash casual Fridays REI to start your seven-day free trial and get discounted prices today. That's P-R-Y-C-D.com forward slash casual Fridays REI. Happy Monday, sir. Happy Monday. You're going to skip over the fact of this historic day. How'd I skip over it? You didn't I, even mention in the intro that today is episode 300. 300, yeah, that's a huge deal. It is a very huge deal. What do we say? The average podcast goes 16? 16, yeah. Oh, man. But now it's it's amazing to me to see just like the journey and the, the growth. And I think today we're going to be able to talk about that and share some of that because today's topic is when one lead source dies, what do you do? And, you know... Through the last 300 episodes, I know that our lead sources has varied, you know, how we've gotten leads. But as we teach in the, the blueprint, you know, be everywhere. So, you know, we see some come from this way, Facebook, maybe from Craigslist, from the lands dashboards, from realtors, from a buyer's list, from wherever that may be. But the cool thing is, is we've shared this all along. So if you want to fact check us, go back and fact check us, go back and listen to the beginning and start all the way up. And that's, I think it's huge. Yeah. Well, we've done nothing but probably be blatantly honest this whole time yeah and so i think if we say something it's because we've experienced it or we're sharing it or yeah i mean i I saw you became a helicopter pilot last week well i'm not officially a pilot you know but i did i did (laughs) pilot a helicopter it's kind of it's kind of like being an astronaut huh (laughs) which is it's an inside joke people that don't know that like i don't i didn't even get a comment i didn't even get a comment back from you on that yeah well i mean that's you know i'm not much of a commenter by uh, i mean I, I i did comment on some of those posts but like i don't know that i didn't come it's inside thing okay fair enough but, but the cool thing was is that's what you're during our what would make today great challenge one of your chat your days for you is i want to fly a helicopter so yeah. you booked a helicopter flight yeah tell us about it i'm dying to hear well i don't know if there's much no i'm just kidding <laughs> it was amazing Okay. I loved it. I it was incredible. I was n- so nervous. Okay. Because it was a discovery flight, and helicopters are known to be so much more difficult to fly than a airplane. So backstory: you have flown an airplane before. Yeah, yeah. I've taken I've taken lessons in a smaller planes like Cessna okay. and whatnot, and okay. so I'm familiar with it. And I've always wanted to fly a helicopter, so I've been so much more interested in the helicopter mm-hmm. lifestyle. Um, they say flying an airplane is like riding a bicycle. Flying a helicopter is like riding a unicycle. Okay. Right, and I didn't really get that until I get out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, so anyway, back to when you fly an airplane, your discovery flight, mm-hmm. like you're doing a lot. Okay, you're doing a, you're doing a lot of the flying. I didn't think with a helicopter they would really let you because there's so much more involved. Okay, well they do. Okay, <laughs> and so you're using both feet, both hands. That thing is so you barely touch it, and okay. it wants to move. Right, and okay. we're two thousand feet over downtown Fort Worth, and we just stopped. 
we're hovering 2000 feet over downtown. It's a, one of the windier days we've had in a long time. Yeah. We're kind of blowing back and forth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was, I was nervous, but I, I wasn't in control when you're hovering. Hovering is the hardest thing you do with a helicopter. Okay. But I flew us out there. I was flying us around like, man, it was awesome. I am like, I'm so hooked. It, it was, is it the actual flying of the helicopter that got you hooked or was it the DMS after you posted the picture? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that definitely helped okay. for sure, for sure. But I left there with a giant smile on my face. I couldn't shake the adrenaline dump. Like okay. I, I couldn't, I was still trying to go to bed at like 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock the night mm-hmm. after. And I was just like on a cloud nine. Yeah. Okay. It was, I was waiting for that adrenaline dump so I could go to sleep. Yeah. It just, it's never went away. Yeah. It sounds amazing. I mean, we have a rule between us that we both can't ride in a helicopter together. So I'll never experience that if you do become a pilot because we're not allowed to ride together. Mm. We've got the Kobe rule. R.I.P. Uh, yeah. Well, I would recommend it to anybody who wants to go do it. Okay. If you want to fly in a helicopter, you, I'll show you the show you where to go. I'm apparently I'm too heavy. No, you, you, you're you, too heavy for uh, the for the. You're too heavy for the R22 with the pilot that I have. They okay. just get you a lighter pilot. <laughs> they bring me the little guy that can't handle the the remote. Ah, uh, no, no, no. That's that's fine. Or you just upgrade to the. the so big I boy? flew an R44. Okay. The smaller plane that there's a weight restriction to R22. Okay. Just upgrade that R44. It seats four people. You, yeah, you know? it was expensive, though. I remember the price on that one. That was too much rich for my blood. I'd rather go so race Lamborghinis. I registered for the R22, and I got okay. there, and FAA showed up, and whatever. But anyway, so they upgraded me. So just figure out a way to get upgraded for free. You know? Okay. That's, that's the point. I, I like that. I like that. Bet on the come line. I like it. Well, cool. So today we're talking lead generation and what happens when it goes away. And I think this is a common a common problem a lot of our investor friends are having because they they rely heavily on one funnel or another and their business really isn't spread all across the board yeah so you kind of hear it a lot lately well i don't know about a lot but you hear it lately where people will be like well i set up all these facebook accounts i lost the facebook and now i don't have any leads Mm -hmm. or i don't know sometimes with craigslist or something something just happens Mm -hmm. and my first question is why is that your only yeah why is that the only place for marketing Mm -hmm. because at least we i don't know how we're into it but we teach be everywhere yeah you know and you reduce that risk of losing one source by being everywhere and that's now you get things sold anyway. Yeah, the needle in a haystack. You know, how do you get that right buyer to line up with that right piece of property? And one of the, I was having this conversation with an investor and was saying, yeah, I like to leverage local realtors. Why they have a buyer's list? They, if they have sold something and you found them on Lands of America and they sold something in that area, chances are they, they know what people are looking for and they can help you when you have that property already bought. So you send that to them. And then we drive with Facebook using boosted posts in their submarkets. We drive them traffic to their their actual ads. So it's not anything crazy that we're doing there. Then like you, take Craigslist and you drive it to their, their phone number, their ads. We've had realtors tell us to turn it off. Please turn the leads off. You're getting us too much. Mm-hmm. And that's the be everywhere approach. I keep a lands account. Do I need it if I have an MLS listing that's going to... It's going to go ahead and work its way through the system to all the other platforms. No, but I do that because I can test my ads out of way. I can generate new leads and pass them on as well. Mm. I'd mention like neighbor letters mm-hmm. and just getting creative too. forums if you need to or want to. Like yeah. you got a good overlander one, right? That's what mm-hmm. a uh, example we always use. You got a good overlanding land, contact the overland groups because they look for, they buy that. Yeah, we, I actually belong to a group that they would take... 50 people would all chip in money and buy one of these properties. And that was their campsite. It was an LLC setup that they did that. And I, I would talk, I talked to the moderator. We became friends and he would say, Hey, do you have anything in this state, this state or this state? And I'm like, yeah, I've got these here. He would look at them. He would send somebody out to look at them and see if they could make it work. Then they'd contact me back and they go, well, this one works. 
Uh, we saw this other one on Lands of America or Land Watch, wherever they were looking, and I would know the, the real estate investor, and I'd be like, hey, I know that guy. Let me get a hold of him. I can get you a better deal. And that's how you create these networks. This is how you create marketing. You get everything moving together. Now, is it reliant on my Facebook funnel? No. My Facebook funnel just adds to pointing the people in the direction of that property. Yeah. If your lifeblood, if the way you feed your family is by selling land and you only have one source mm -hmm. of where you get your leads, I would say you're almost setting yourself up for failure because yeah. nothing is consistent forever. Yeah. It won't always work. It won't always be there. It won't always be the same. So you need to have that ability to take in everything. Yeah, that to me is, you, you're describing that, it's like going to work for a boss that wants to fire you every time you're there and not having like union protection or something. Because if that Facebook lead doesn't like that you use the word hunting or wildlife and he grabs you by the throat and says, you're fired, you've squeezed off that lead generating source for you. Now, how do you feed your family? What's that lifeblood go like? Even since we've been doing this, Facebook has changed. Well, I'm just taking Facebook as an example, right? Mm -hmm. They've changed so much about how you can even post your ads. Yeah. And... I don't know. It just doesn't seem like a very smart way. I mean, it's I'm not going to say not smart. I'm going to say it's a, when we get into this, we look for that easy, cheaper property. We're going to buy it and we're going to try to sell it on ourselves, And we're going to, we're going to market ourselves. We're going to be this one man shop or one woman shop. And, you know, unfortunately to scale, you have to employ teams, whether they're professionals in that niche. So if it's a closing company or title company, you know, it's a team of VAs that know what they're doing. It's a realtor in the area or a brokerage firm that specializes in the type of product you sell. It's about getting those people in place so you can scale past you having to answer every Facebook message, every Craigslist ad, every phone call you're taking in. You, you have to work yourself out of that job and into the, the role of, hey, I'm orchestrating my business. Yeah, cool. <laughs> and who knows what's going to happen with Facebook anyway. All those places are, yeah. it seems like they're spending most of their time in judiciary hearings nowadays. It's getting bad. It is getting bad what they're up to. I saw one the other day where old Zuckerberg, he got his hand caught in a cookie jar because they had uh, Facebook employees um, oh, yeah. talking to Twitter and Google about censorship. Yeah. And he's like, no, we don't do that. We don't work together. And they had proof of it. Yeah, that senator, I don't remember his name, but it made a good point. It's like most of these senators that are interviewing Zuckerberg on there are these old geezers, uh -huh. right? They don't know how to... They don't know how to upload a Facebook picture. Right. This senator was a younger guy, uh -huh. and he had an insider uh -huh. from Facebook that was giving him... Feeding him dope. Yeah, feeding him. And Zuckerberg was like, well, I think it would be fairly common to talk to people in your industry about what you do for a little... You know? <laughs> oh, no. Hold That's, on, Mark. Hold on. Bump your brakes, bud. <laughs> Bump your brakes. So it's... Uh, the world is always changing, and so is your lead sources. You know, even... At the same day and age where, you know, originally people would only buy like Lands of America and not Land Watch or buy only Land Watch, not Lands of America. Now they're together and you can buy that package together. But I remember being in one state and Lands of America wasn't doing anything, but I was getting beat up on land and farm. And so it's just some area, geographical areas just respond better to different types of to marketing. So that's why we always want to be everywhere. And that's why we always want to make sure our lifeblood is supported in several different ways. Yeah, I do remember that now that you mentioned it. I feel like we just became the geezers because I remember when I used to walk to school barefoot in the snow oh, uphill Jesus both Christ. ways. <laughs> but Landon, they used to be separate. Uh -huh. You would get way different responses from different websites. And I can't remember which one it was, but it was like 50 bucks a month. Yeah. <laughs> now that's, that <laughs> no. stuff is so expensive now. No, I always get them. And that guy calls me because he's out of Austin for Lands of Texas, and that's my rep. He calls me, and I'm like, shit, he's about to try to raise my price again. I think I was paying 175 Now I'm 275 for my 10 ads, and he's and that's because he's giving me the good discount because I had been there. Well, I've seen it here recently where people are paying 400 bucks for that same 10 ads. It's like, he's, he's, he's coming for me. I know he's coming. I mean, it's not right. I guess CoStar owns it now, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
they came and jacked that price up. They got to make that money. They got shareholders, baby. Oh, is it public? Do you know? I think so. Oh, whatever. <laughs> Just be everywhere. Be everywhere. All right, 300th episode. Oh, yeah. We're starting to sail <laughs> today. Well, we've kind of been running it last week. But anyway, it's going to last this entire week. Okay. Which is Thanksgiving week, right? Mm-hmm. So today's Monday. We're going to run it until... I'll give you till Sunday. Yeah, we'll say Sunday because I'm not taking calls on Thanksgiving. Okay. So, but I will respond to your email if you are bored on Thanksgiving and you want to get signed up. <laughs> Tell me when I'll send you a link. But anyway, okay. today, Monday through Sunday, we're running a sale. Uh, we're going to knock 500 bucks off uh-huh. for our 300th show. It's a great deal. You get all the same great stuff you would normally get. We're not taking anything out. Awesome price. So reach out. Set up a strategy call if you have questions. If you want to just, you want to, don't want to talk to me, you know you're ready to start, just let me know. Cool. I like it. All right, guys, that's it. Uh, Monday. Hope you have a great day. Go to Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Give us a like, follow, subscribe, and then go to iTunes. Go to Stitcher. Go to wherever else you're listening to us. Like, review, subscribe to the show. Appreciate it. Love you. See you Wednesday. See you guys.